Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Testament crew here for another Shades of Blue soccer show. It's been a while. Yeah. I've missed all of you. Man, I have missed all of you. I got a haircut today, and you said You were too busy focusing your on workout, your stinky your stand. <laughs> I did. I was looking really good when I got my haircut, and then I went and ran, and I just ruined it all. Cody, your haircut looks very nice. You don't smell bad Thank from you. over here. How's it smell, though? I even asked for compliments, and no one, still no one gave me one. Fishing. I smelled, I sprayed my, I sprayed my axe. I'm, I'm, I smell good. <laughs> I just your what? He sprayed his axe body spray. <laughs> hey, I have no shame in still using axe because I still get complimented on it. It still works. 
and it's hey, cheap. Your ass Are your experiences your ass. a lot like school girls or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I didn't say who liked it. <laughs> Have your Mom experiences wearing it been much like the commercials that they show? Do women yeah. just? That is my life. <laughs> Figured. He's like a magnet. Ladies, hit him up on social media. Actually, I think if that was your life, you wouldn't have to fish for compliments. Yeah, oh, I was. I was definitely. Yeah. I, I was definitely fishing. That one burned. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Atlanta briefly. It's been a while. Woo! What a game. There's no hot takes really anymore. We know how awesome we are, but let's <laughs> just go ahead and have our weekly discussions on Croze and Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. We have to. It's necessary. Um, let's start with Croze. So you went from positive to maybe not so. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. We we're awesome. We beat them. It was great. <laughs> Sorry. Sporting Kansas City beat them. Oh, yeah. That's Sporting right. Kansas City is great. Bite your tongue. <laughs> you, you didn't play one minute of that game, Cody. But, but we don't need to talk about that really anymore because we already know. They're very good. They're a good team. But let's talk about Krause. We know what Cody wants to talk about. Go for and it. I'm starting this conversation off because I know you are all want to be negative about it. I'm going to start it off with that pass for the red card was as good as an assist. It deserved an assist. Maybe better because it got two goals. Yeah, very true. It got two goals? Well, with Guzan in there, it may not have gotten either of those goals. Oh, if you're, if okay, you're an Atlanta gotcha. fan. I see what you're saying. If you're an Atlanta fan, the red card gave us two goals. Okay. Yeah. No, and Crozé, that was a very good pass by him. There was two passes in the fir- like first two minutes that were a foot away from being amazing. I know it was a foot away from being amazing, but that could have been the run that people were not smart enough to make at the time also. So he, I can see the signs of where he sh- shows what Peter saw in him. Bob, Bob is the symbol of everyone listening right now that just wants us to say something bad I don't about throw him. around superlatives easily. I don't <laughs> think the passes were that great. I think there were passes that the majority of the players on the field could have made, attacking players could have made. I don't think it was that fabulous. There's could a gap have. there. You play it in the gap. You play it in the space. They could to have, me, that's, but didn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's superlative worthy. If, if Felipe made that pass that got the red card, we would have all been losing our minds about how good of a pass it was. <laughs> but that's because Felipe's given us like numerous reasons to lose our minds over things he does. Johan, it's like something like that. You still have to kind of approach it with a, eh, it was, <laughs> it was a good pass. Good. No doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, it did good stuff. No doubt about it. It did. But we, he uh, had his bad moments. Giveaways. As he does. Yes. Gives the ball away. Is kind of like, eh, I guess I'll uh, make the trek back now and recover for that. Like I that's my biggest gripe with him is that I feel like he's lost the ball numerous times in positions where he didn't really make a strong effort to backtrack and try to make up for it in some way. So I'm I'm glad we're talking about that because all year, I thought he was very good at that. That's why I was so fine with him going out there, because when he lost the ball, he did seem to run like hell every time. But yes, this last game, he was not doing that. And yeah, everyone was noticing that. It was uh, it was not a good look. And oftentimes, he just has too many touches on the ball. He likes to dribble too much, especially in our own end sometimes, which any player does that drives me nuts. But Yeah. You mean yeah. like Johnny Russell? Any player who does that drives me nuts, yeah. 
who in this last Don't game dribbled into the defender the time after time <laughs> after time. But when he beats him, it's spectacular. <laughs> right. And everybody loves him. I know. Where is where is our Russell? Where is the uh, Sporting KC man of the month? We're missing him. We're missing his goals. Plotting a trip to Scotland, maybe? Oh. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I'll start a rumor that <laughs> oh, he got no. called into the national team. So congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was named to their national team. Yeah. Now we just got to see if he actually goes. I was. That's yeah. I didn't know we were going to jump into that, but yeah, is well, he? I, is he? Let's just do that really quick. Is he going to go? We don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I wanted again, you to. We have questions with no answers. Questions and no answers. But I like wanted Thad. I wanted Thad to tell Speculate. you guys what he told us. What did I tell you? No. <laughs> he was called up. They he has to decide if he's going to go. When I was when I asked about it yesterday, they hadn't talked to him. Right. Yeah. I asked about all. it this evening, and they said that it had not been decided. Because um, it's a friendly, he doesn't have to go, and he hasn't been called in for a long time. So I right. I don't know if it's up to he. They, Sporting could actually turn it down since it is a friendly not in the FIFA calendar. But I, but Peter was never been one to turn them down, regardless of what some people think, Honduras. But normally at this point, the reason I'm asking this is at this point, hasn't it already been decided most of the time? Normally. Yeah. But so far, as of a couple hours ago, it had not been decided, at yeah, least I as far as the person I'd asked. I kind of think he's going to stay. I kind of think he might, too, just because of... Like what we said. Makes I mean, more it's, sense. It's a, yeah. it's a friendly and a non-FIFA window. But at the same time, it's your country calling. So. Right. right. And that was a weird call-up, too, because it was like not in alphabetical order. <laughs> that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> the names were not this, in the last name, alphabetical order. Would it or, take that long to just organize the names, for God's sake? It wasn't ordered by country, by first name, last name, by league. But by position. Nope. My salary. That is very weird. Salary. Then. And he was the last one on the list, so maybe he's slighted because he was the last one on the list. Yeah, maybe they just went in order of importance. Was it like kickball team? You know, you're the last one to get right. picked, so then you're oh, like, you have a chip we'll on your him. shoulder. That's right. why he's not going. He's pissed so about that. Somehow I think this was out of order. We weren't supposed to talk about this yet. <laughs> yeah, so so now that we've finished the discussion about Cross A, <laughs> right, yeah. Let's talk about Shelton. How about that bruise on his the leg? The striker oh can't goodness. score. He still can't score. But he would have. He wasn't given the opportunity to. He would have. Yes, thank but you, Thad. would he have? Yeah, he would Honestly, have. I was more mad at Guzan for potentially taking away Kyrie's first goal of the season. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Uh, not to say he would have for sure scored it. No one can definitively say that that would have happened. But I think we can. If Jerso can score that one, exactly. then I want to say that Kyrie that could have scored that one. A prayer there. That really was. Thank God for that. But thank like, God for Sal Zizo, <laughs> who couldn't clear the ball, who almost did, and then put it back in with his arm. So yeah, that was. Thanks, Sal. We owe thanks. you one. <laughs> well, actually, two, because you screened the shot for Daniel Shallowy. Yeah. Yeah, blocked the keeper. Yep. So. Thank you again. <laughs> but of course, we can't mention the Atlanta game without mentioning Demilia. Oh, fair oh enough. 
Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Even I have nothing bad to say oh. about that. That was yeah. that, that was, was that very was no impressive. tree. That, that was, was no, no tree, tree, Cody. No, it was not. Those two um So what was his best save of the night? I liked the I liked the stop it, Tim Melia. I liked uh-huh. the yeah. save off. Now it wasn't like a full stretch dive. Uh it was still a very acrobatic thing mm-hmm. that he did and the wherewithal to be there to catch it and you know to you know. It was um, it, it was yeah. very impressive. Yeah. None of them were really dives. They were these really half, half athletic, dives. weird lunge slash like he looked like a frog almost. Well, that's why Ike was making fun of him. I think at the uh, post game interview, oh, right. just catch the ball, would you? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was good. I think the most uh, the one off that set piece to me was the most the first or second. Yeah, one? Yeah, there were two that looked identical. That was that was two different ones. The, I'm talking about the first one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would explain the carbon. Co- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll be honest, I didn't miss I like, like the first on. part of the game. Little bullet ah. above all his head. Aha! She gets. Yeah, it. that was that was not a replay. That was. I literally thought that was because re- again, really? I missed. I think I missed the first one, like live. So when I saw the replay uh-huh. and then like yeah. the se- watching them, I just assumed that they were. No, the they same were one. so close. The the both saves were yeah. almost identical. It was what happened with the ball right after it was a right. little bit different. Yeah, but, yeah right. But wow. Like, yeah, but I was showing highlights to my wife because she missed the game because she was doing some other stuff, mm-hmm. and I showed her that as they're going through the highlights, I said, "Okay, this is not a replay." <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. You learn something new every day. Okay, talk about Kyrie. Okay. Is Kyrie okay? I hope so. I think he seemed fine. He played the rest of the game. I mean, mentally. I think so. Is anybody that moves mentally. to Kansas City mentally well, Why okay? do you ask mentally? <laughs> God. Well. Confidence-wise or? We have now played. 11. 11 games, and the striker hasn't scored. I'm just asking. I do. I'm on the same boat that I think he would have scored that goal. And I think that's why it was such a hard collision because he really was like he had it in his head and he was right there and he, knew he that's why he didn't pull back at all. It was like he was hungry for mm-hmm. that goal and I think that's why that was such a violent collision. So that's good yeah. to see and I think he was going to score that. But it's just it's becoming a thing. Even the one that he was going to score, it couldn't happen. The universe it's just working against him at the moment. I think this is like in baseball, you know, you're not supposed to talk about a no-hitter. I think we should just not talk about Kyrie. No, no, no. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. <laughs> I guess he is all about the reverse jinx. Like he does this every time we're in the press box, anywhere. Yeah. He's always like bringing up the taboo or doing talking about what you're not supposed to talk about in hopes of reverse jinxing it. That's true. Well, it's not working, so. It's very true. I predict Hence it's the Axe be... body spray. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. The fumes are getting to his head. <laughs> I predict he's just going to rip a 30-yarder in upper 90, and that'll be his first goal. He'll just get it all out in that one. Just Well, he's yeah. going to get the chance. I mean, Peter Vermees, from what I can see, has no intention of taking him out of that starting lineup anytime soon. So as long as he's playing – upwards of 90 minutes a game if not you know if he's playing an extra time and he's not getting subbed towards the end he's gonna have an opportunity I mean he has until <laughs> he's the a striker but yeah <laughs> well yeah so until then he's on a deadline but and considering pretty much all of Europe is out of season now <laughs> there should be some shopping being done mm-hmm. well I'm sure there's been shopping 
The way you say yeah. that, I picture like, Peter like online shopping. <laughs> you just see like all the players. And he's like, hmm, add to cart. Like, yep. <laughs> he's uh, he's add adding cart. them to the cart, seeing what the tax would be, what the right. what the delivery date he's like, might uh, be. Right, yeah. Shipping's not free. I've got to think about that. <laughs> right. Shipping is the transfer fee. He's got to sign yeah. up for FIFA Prime. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I kind of envision that to be you know, what transfer market is. Kind of. You can just hop on transfer market and be like, ooh, I like this one. <laughs> Who's the agent? Like me? <laughs> Click on the player, get to see some highlights. Yes, click yes. You got to imagine that they have a pretty awesome video they show these recruits or something to get them interested in coming to Kansas City. There's got to be something that they show them. They've, they've got sizzle reels. Yeah. I think yeah. parents and agents and yeah. different entities make sizzle reels for them. Yeah, yeah. But that's what that's when you were saying that I was like, man, someone should make this. I know it's a joke, <laughs> but like, there's a lot of leagues around the world that have, someone should make an, an an easy website for scouting. But I guess that kind of is. I bet, I bet Peter looks at transfer market. I think there is stuff out there for scouting already that we don't necessarily see. There should be. There's a market for that. MLS teams would eat that up. I'm thinking it exists. Maybe it's football manager. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, let's move on. Oh, okay. We I was are... going to say one more thing about Shelton. Do it, do it. Okay, do it. well. He's a nice guy? He is. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, I like talking to him, enjoying talking to him. But um, the game before, the home game against Colorado, since I wasn't doing the game recap, you were, Cody, I uh, spent a lot of time watching Kyrie. I didn't care where the ball was. I was watching Kyrie. And, you know, he does a lot of good defensive stuff, but – one area I think he can improve on, besides finishing, is using his space off the ball a little bit more, being available for teammates, for combinations, and, and for incisive runs. Because Roger Espinosa played up front for like one minute and made two incisive runs at split defenders when Kyrie didn't for the whole first half. So that was just one observation I had of him. But... Okay. Rogers played in the Premier League. Yeah, Roger. That's what I was just about to say. Roger has a better field awareness than most people on any MLS field. So, (laughs) but that's one area he can improve on besides the finishing. I'd like to see. I'll actually put up Kyrie's finishing in versus Rogers at this point. (laughs) Well, that's true too. (laughs) Yeah, considering the Atlanta opportunity Roger had that he blew. And I don't even remember that, but I do remember the one Ali was talking about. How he there was a couple where he just kind of said screw it and like let it rip from yeah. a distance yeah. but it like wasn't a good yeah the decision to do that wasn't it really wasn't the best option he had i remember seeing i think one of them he could have played it out to shallowy or just like he it was such a force where i was like roger so out of character almost but it is it like, a basketball like thing wherein you got to pull the defense out by you know yeah, taking those shots shot, once in a while exactly yeah yeah yeah. yeah, which I think I both that. him and Ilya are shooting way more than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, especially Ilya, but I mean Roger a little bit more too. Ilya definitely is. He got the penalty job and got a hunger for goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he's taking more shots in like a month than he did all last year. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't hate to see it, but all, I guess all I'm saying is that we're so dangerous when you can get it to like Shallowy or Russell or those guys up on the on the wing who are so fast who can cut in and beat a defender right up like on the end line. And then get a good cross in. So it's like I feel like those beyond the box shots need to be more spontaneous. And I think Roger just did a, a couple, almost two back to back, where it became expected, and it kind of took away that like. Well, 
You say that, and you're not wrong. I agree with you. But also, we did score from an audacious attempt from distance. I know. We, I'm not saying that they don't happen. I'm just saying yeah. that I don't think that it should be where most of the, uh, the yeah. shots should be coming from. I know. I, the I, think, I think if Felipe is in there, I bet Roger doesn't take those shots. Yeah. But I think, you know, we don't have our maestro out there, and it's maybe they're not as good as passing it around the final third as they are with him out there. I am shocked we have not mentioned Shaoli's post-game comments about his father. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That was, I was, I think I watched it like five times because it made me laugh so hard. He is so candid post game, yeah. and I love Should it. Should we I, remind the listeners what it was? Yes. Go ahead, Allie. Um, <laughs> what did Carter say? asks him about the game, and before Shallow, we can even get to the comment, he goes, Well, I just have to give a quick backup story, real quick. <laughs> and he was just saying how after the Colorado game, he missed a couple of what they call curlers. those, those curler, yeah, yeah. curler shots. And his dad sent him, like, all these videos on how to hit it. And he just said, I didn't even watch the videos. <laughs> dad. And then he's like, look, Dad, I did it. And <laughs> then went on to answer the question. But, yeah, that, that was really funny. Yeah, he said he didn't need those because he knows how to hit it. Yeah, them. he was like, I know how to hit and it. he goes, I was pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. okay, I missed He's the been using time. that word a lot lately. Because he, he used that after the, the Colorado yeah. game, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, when I interviewed him, because I, I had asked him about, um, a question about beating them after losing to them both both games last season. He was like, "Yeah, when they came, it was uh, really annoying, and we were really like this. You know, that's his uh, that's his English curse word. Like bloody. Could, I guess there could be worse. Yeah. So at least that's his default. But yeah, no, that was that was awesome. But yeah, he's way more candid and upfront than almost anybody then, else at this yeah. point. I know, and it has to make Robo so nervous." The only anytime I've ever seen a player be candied in any way or or be too loose or relaxed up there, I just see him. He just gets all fidgety. It <laughs> makes him nervous. So I know I know he's trying to train Shallowy as we speak somewhere. But to me, it's like I think that feeds into a player's confidence. Like I like to see someone be. Con- you can just see that confidence in his interviews this year compared to like last year when he. And, you know, Kate says the word piss. Like, I think there are worse <laughs> things he could be doing. <laughs> a little devil inside him. All right. Where are we okay. at, Cody? That was, we said before we started, it was going to be a quick Atlanta recap. <laughs> we suck at quick. That was not at Come all. On. You know we're not very good at quick around here. <laughs> so we'll we are. That was a compliment. We are. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are officially one third of the way through the season already, and um, we all have our one takeaway that we're going to give you. But I think Bob's going to get us started here. Yeah, yeah, a little is or isn't. So we talked about this man already, and you know, again, we ask questions to uh, spur discussion and debate. So is Mr. Johnny Russell the MVP of the first third of the season, or isn't he? Good damn That's question. A really good what do you question. think, Dad? Yeah, that was good. I'm stuck. Isn't. Isn't. Allie. Is. Cody. I'll say isn't. Okay. Dad, you said isn't. And That's so did correct. Cody. Let's go on the isn't first. Why? Wait, what's yours? Yeah, did you answer? Uh, do I get to participate? Of course. Uh I'm gonna say is. Okay, so two is, two isn't. Mm-hmm. Why not, Thad? 
I think he's close. Mm-hmm. But five goals. Felipe's got five goals, right? They're both tied. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny got a hat trick, which means he was really good in one game and pretty good in several other games. But he's he's had games where he has been amazingly good, and he's had games where I thought he was dribbling into the defender a lot um, and didn't contribute in a lot of other places. He's, contrib- he's contributed in creating penalty kicks, three of them, I believe. We Ilya made two of those three. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he's contributed five goals, but like I said, three of them in one two game. Two assists. Um, so he's right there. But yeah, you could go a lot of ways. I don't know if I could just say there's an MVP of the first third at this point. Oh, so you couldn't choose one? Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. still gonna give it to Felipe. Okay. I don't even. He doesn't even need to play all of these games. <laughs> and yeah, Thad truly said every single thing I was gonna say. The mm. three of those goals came in one game. Um, and there have been a couple where, if he was an MVP of our team, I think he would have done a little more, and. I think Felipe can put a team on his back, and I'm not sure that Johnny can truly take over a game like that. And just to add to that, since we're actually in agreement for a change, it's not that he's not trying. It's, so it's not that he's, he's not trying to do more. He's giving, I think, every bit of everything he's got. Absolutely. It's just that some games he hasn't showed up as much as we would hope if we were going to call him the MVP. Now. Try to convince us otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Prove it wrong. Go ahead, Allie. I'll start. So I agree that with you in the sense that I think that I do want to see a little bit more. But here's why I think that he is. Before going into the season, the questions that we all had were, what is this offense going to do this season? Are we going to have an offensive prowess? What's going to, like, will we score goals? Like, we literally, we had no idea. We knew we had a strong defense. We had a returning MLS goalkeeper of the year, returning MLS defender of the year, and Ico Parra. But there were so many questions with the offense. I think Johnny has changed so much of what happens for us offensively. I think he is he requires a lot of attention from defenders in every game that we play. I think that he's helped with the overall chemistry up top. I think he is the main factor in why our offense is so good, even in the games that he doesn't score. I think just like the movement that they make, like him and Shallowy switching sides and just the all-around – I don't just the energy that he brings when he's out there and the impact he has on just everything we put going forward. That's why I think he is. And on top of that, he's gotten five goals. He creates chances by drawing fouls. So I think that overall, I would say he does deserve MVP because I think a lot of the games that we've won, we would not have won without him in there. Should I do a rebuttal? Um, well, I don't even think I can follow that. I do have one more other point to say, but that was Sorry, pretty that damn was... good, Allie. <laughs> you and your well-rounded argument. <laughs> damn you. No, no, that was, that was really good. Only thing I would add to that is off the field. I think he's also brought a um, – how to, how to word this here. He's brought a identity to the team. People can identify with him. They've really – latched He's onto really him as a person plugged in with the team and the yeah. fans yeah. yeah so well so okay. he's raising that, his hand yep. okay all okay. right that i gotta give a rebuttal and also make a point that you guys failed to make okay well I, one, one one last point is i didn't consider felipe because he's been gone for half the season I, i'm good with that i mean yeah. i'm not naming him the mvp either yeah i'm just saying there can't be one right now yeah the rebuttal though okay is if we looked at last year Gerso could have been the same category and then he disappeared for the rest of the year. He scored a hat trick. He scored mm-hmm. goals. He was 
beating defenses. He was scaring defenses with speed and mm. the switching sides well, and all that God other stuff. Well, thank God we are only talking about the first third of the season, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But we, but we could have said the same thing about Gerso last year. And he got hurt. He yeah. got tired. That's my fear about Johnny. I mean, I mean, I know we're not talking about the whole year. I'm knocking on wood viciously right now. I, I was, Cody, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Linoleum, okay. probably. But here's the... <laughs> Here's the one point the, the, to add to your MVP argument. What he did to draw those fouls or the red cards against Vancouver mm-hmm. coming over to defend. It's not just the off the field stuff. It's the on the field about sticking up for his own teammates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that carries over to a whole uh, attitude that the whole team can do. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing you guys failed to mention. Thank you. Thad. Thank you. Quality discussion there, team. All right. For once. On to... So let's just do... I assigned everyone in here to come up with a one takeaway. Because that seems like something shows do. <laughs> and Cody, you know, wants Take us to be typical. From, so uh, From the first third. I try, to be, I try to be anti-normal show. I know, I know. But I do that by doing what the normal shows do, and then we'll just be weird around it. All right, because we do that well. All right, one takeaway. Thad. No, no, no. I started the last couple. Of <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I'm confused again because you at first said it was going to be a takeaway, but then it was going to be like a... Conclusion about the first third of the season. Okay. I guess takeaway. I'll start now that I'm already one. here. Okay. I do, but I thought you had worded it differently earlier. It does not matter now. But um, well, Just answer it however you want. <laughs> I'm going to answer it, Thad. <laughs> answer um, it however you my want. My takeaway is that Tim Melia will be our saving grace come playoff season. I think his... He's gotten so much better since the first couple games, and Cody was all pissed with the new kits and how it was affecting his play, and that he might be a tree. But I think he has showed like he's come up really big for us in the last few games. So he absolutely has. We talked about that in this pod at one point when we were trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with the defense, and I think Thad and I were on that train that nothing was that different. It was that Team Melia had come back down to earth a little bit. And now he has left us again. <laughs> he has uh, elevated his play. Yes. Absolutely. Quite literally with some of those. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I think so has some of the rest of the defense. But I, mean, I think it was like a Ike, combination. I would say. Yeah, they, they were struggling the first. So, okay, I'll do my takeaway. No, no I'm, I, I, th- think, I think that Timelia is our saving grace right now. Okay. Saving. He's a he's a keeper. I guess what I what I'm saying though is that I think oh my Lord. come playoff season, he will be the thing that'll keep us in, not like someone coming up big and scoring in the, the final four seconds. So yeah. Yeah, he has that ability. That's that's how we played last year. We just got that one goal and then hope Tim Miller came up with that crazy moment. Yeah. Or two. Or two. And this last game it was four. Or so. Yeah, definitely. But that's still what we're missing. We need, we do need someone who can score in those just final seconds, need a goal so see, bad. And, see. and that's okay. I'll stop talking. Who's All next? Right, bad. <laughs> All right. So, my, my takeaway is you cannot look at four games of any part of the season and think that it is an indicator of what the rest of the season shall be. Same thing for the first third. They're doing really well. But that remember that first four games, and we were so down on Tim and the defense, and oh, we can score, but we can't stop and stop people from scoring, and 
blah, blah, blah. So it's now the defense is more like it was last year. Um, we're doing, f- we, sporting is doing fine. Ah. <laughs> we as a pod are doing fine without Felipe <laughs> playing. <laughs> and the game we play out back behind the radio station with the pug nets. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, know this, do you know the ones I'm talking about? The gold, like they pug oh, nets. They're called pug, and they yeah. like yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought you Bob's looking at me like I have seven heads. You right said now. nuts. And we're talking <laughs> about cups I earlier. Said nuts. And... The pug nets. <laughs> so like nuts to me. Sorry, I heard, I heard pug. I heard the, I heard pug nuts. I heard oh, that too. Oh my god! Heard. Everyone... Okay, everybody, please leave a comment on the post whether Allie said pug nets or pug nuts. Thank you. Yes. Now I will be willing to admit I'm wrong when I listen to this if I was wrong. I'm like sweating. It's that then, St. Louis accent. Yeah. And then also leave a comment telling us if you are able to listen to a show where grown people laugh at the word nuts. <laughs> Who said we're grown people? I might be old, but I haven't grown up yet. <laughs> so anyway, that was my takeaway. Okay. Bobbert. Bobbert? What the hell is that? Uh, okay. Um, we need to get better at playing under high pressure still. That's a concern I have. That's that's my takeaway. That we are still giving away too many balls in the back uh, when we're under high pressure, and we need to get better at that. So I'm sorry to be such a Debbie Downer. Who... Is that fault? Who? Who's giving the ball away? Oh, I think many various players at various times have been at fault. We just need to be better playing the ball out of the back more accurately. Um, or just do it less. Do it less? That's why I'm, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Uh, do they, how do no. they fix it? I think we fix it by... Mm, that's, that's a good question, Cody. Quick, efficient passing. Yeah, but that's got to be ingrained into a person. It can get better with time, and hopefully it will, but I see that as an instinctual thing, too. So I, I don't I, know how much better we can get at it. Just hopefully it doesn't uh, become a, an Achilles heel for us. I think they have the players to do that, and especially if they can add any more in the window. Mm-hmm. That it will help solve that problem. Yeah, I think we've talked before that Ike is probably the weakest link in the back four. I mean, even Ilya gave away some balls against Atlanta. You know, in that high pressure environment that uh, that they're playing under. But. They're a good team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really Atlanta good team and so good. turf. Yeah. But that's my concern. I do have one other, but you know, we're only allowed one. So. Only allowed one. That's right. Save it for the next one. <laughs> Put it in your pocket. Isn't that although? Isn't that a question that? <clears throat> What team would not want to be better under high pressure? I mean, isn't that like kind of the mo- one of the most difficult things in the game is to play out from the back? When a team's with high pressure, yes. Right. I mean, even Barcelona's in this league once in a while. Because there's so many high-pressure teams. Yeah, that yeah, that's style. that's true. Yeah, Didn't used to be. Right. But they all tried to copy Vermees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My takeaway, I thought... All of yours were kind of not against the grain a little bit. I was trying to be weird with mine, but everybody got weird. I Mine is Jimmy Madronda. In one of the first podcasts that we did this year, we talked about how sad I was that I think we might have found Jimmy's ceiling, that he was going to be relegated to just uh, an appearance here and there off the bench Whenever we could, a Jacob Peterson type player. He's he's versatile. You know, he can play wherever. 
And that man has carved out a spot and I think has done so much to help this team play the the way they want to play. I specifically Agreed. did not mention him when I was talking about the first four games earlier. Thad knows just, how to radio. Just so you can have that. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but I just wanted to le- let you have that moment, Cody. How did that feel? It felt good. Actually, <laughs> this, is a, this is a weird podcast. Cody and I are like on the same page most of this one. No, I told you, we agree a lot. It's You just find a way to disagree with me. We agree on the macro. It's the micro that we disagree on. Are we getting economics in here or what's going on? That is good radio. <laughs> Valid point. Hey, going back to the Atlanta game, I thought it was interesting that Lobato went in attacking mid and Madronda stayed at left back, whereas before yeah. it's been switched. Yeah. I think that's how key he was at that spot. Yeah, Again, I agree. I, okay. Can I throw an is or isn't out there? Unless you, I mean, I hate to stay, step it. on your toe. Go for it. Is or isn't Sporting KC one of the elite teams in this league now? Oh, well, that's a big question, boy. That's a big question. Woo. That to me is the same question of are they a supporter shield contender? Are they elite? Or are they a supporter shield contender? And you had you were not having that question a couple weeks ago, and now you're <laughs> posing it. Can I have the question without maybe agreeing with your answer? So go ahead. Come I'll on, give my on. answer with Felipe Gutierrez on the field. Yes, that's is or isn't. But he's only been on. The, he's been on the. They are. He's been on the field for less than half of our games. I know, but I think that's that's very important that he's on the field. If we're going to be an elite team, he has to be on the field. If we're, he's not, we're not. I think we're still very good, but yeah, but I'll, I would... I'll put us under elite. I, I suppose without him. You would? How many teams are elite? Oh, under elite. Under okay. elite, yeah. All right. How Hold many up. teams are elite? I don't think it's a certain number. I think it's a category. I mean, I hate to That's like... That's true. Okay, like, well, I know, but... We're all okay. going Matt Doyle here. But in that category, how many teams uh, in MLS right now are elite? He put us finally in that category. But anyway. I mean, I would say that we are if we're making it more of a category and not like they are the... Elite. Yeah, not the. I mean, yeah. Well, then are, I definitely is, think they is fall in the category. in the same mention as Atlanta? As NYCFC. Are they in the same conversation as the team they just beat? They kicked our ass all over the field. That's why Amelia had to be a superstar. (laughs) Four spectacular saves by Tim. Aiko Parra, how many stops did he have? Playing a man up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's all due credit. You you play the team that you're playing against Mm -hmm. that's in front of you that day. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. It's not one player. It's not you know. It's the whole team makes it something. It still was so close to being a uh, tie game or even a loss. Yeah. So. Well, I think Atlanta is on another level than anyone in the league. But how are we? How would we not be in the same conversation with them if we just beat them? And that's why Matt Doyle put us up there. And and, and I agree with you. But we're better with Felipe Gutierrez on the field. So, yeah, to answer your question, Thad, no, I'm not going to put them with Atlanta because I don't put anyone with Atlanta, yeah. but I'll put them with the next crew. Okay, that's fair enough. And the next crew would be NYCFC. Who else? Um, what did you just say? NYC. Uh, um, Red Bulls? The Red Bulls. LAFC? LAFC. Toronto or no? Toronto's crap. I hope Toronto doesn't win another game. <laughs> Once they get healthy, though, look out. They may as not as, make the playoffs. But <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the, Toronto and Seattle could never win another game, and I'd be fine with that. I like Toronto. Yeah. 
Of course, I used to like Seattle. So. <laughs> Could all change. <laughs> is, uh, There's so many things to talk about. Atlanta, Does LAFC... Are Atlanta fans as much jerks as Seattle fans were? Oh, man. Worse, They've apparently. become... They're Thanks just... for the opening that Pandora's box. There. Yeah, that was unbearable. <laughs> People calling out Icopar to come fight them. Yeah, what was that about? Calling anyway. it the Mark Geiger show. I, I just, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, that Geiger called that game correctly. Sorry, Atlanta. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were upset about there. I'm truly not sure. People saying that, yeah, okay, sorry. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. We, we talked about Atlanta. Same... Path, I guess. Let's talk about salaries were released this week. Who is who is overpaid? Let's start that direction. Um, if I was um, Emiliano Amor, I'd be a very happy man. <laughs> I have played how many minutes, and I'm making uh, two hundred seventy-four thousand dollars. His transfer fee is in there. Yeah, he's, he's not transferred. He's loaned. He's oh, he alone. Is, he is okay. alone. That's right. Yeah, so he's he's making that. Yeah. Well, we liked what we saw of him. Oh yeah. And I think seeing that. Well, did anyone say it? He's making two hundred seventy four thousand, and so I think that that is a sign that he w- was less of a less of an experiment than we thought he was. Like if he's making that much, maybe we did know that he was legit and could come in right away. So, you know, I'm not I'm not opposed to that one. Actually, that's kind of the should be uh, getting around the 200 to 300,000 level is the the guys who are regular starters to regular backup. I mean, like the first guy off the bench kind of thing. That's just that's getting to where MLS is at right now. So, yes, Jimmy Madranda needs to make some more money. Shallowy needs to make some more money, and they probably both will next year. Well, we were starting on overpriced. So is this going to be a Croze discussion again? Yeah, He's making 680000 That's what I was just about to yeah, get to. I'm pretty sure a good chunk of that is the transfer fee for him. Uh-huh. Yes, and that um, will go down next year. So my guess is he, his will go down to 300 ish And I'm not – I honestly thought it was going to be worse than that. I thought he was going to be making more than that. I don't. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. And a lot of people like hating because, well, a DP should be doing X. Because of that name, yeah. Yeah, and we should just ignore the DP thing anymore because DP used to mean something really super special. But in the era of TAM, it it means almost nothing. There are players who make far more than a DP can make. Not could make, but right. currently makes. Right. So, I mean, you have guys who are not DPs, Beasler, Espinoza, Zussi. I know one or two of them might be but not all of them are. You have guys who are making more than what a DP minimum is, and they're TAM players. So, One I will say is probably a little high is Brad Evans, but that's easy to that's say reputation. now. It's easy to say now right. um, that he hasn't played at all for us. But He's only four cents too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 200,000 on the nose plus four cents. And okay, underpaid. And if Brad Evans comes in and plays a few games towards the end of the year, or even anytime soon, and just plays well, that'll be a well spent two hundred thousand plus his leadership. Well, I think underpaid is pretty clear. 
Jimmy Madronda, 140000 But see, like I was just saying, going into this year, we thought that was every – we'd gotten everything out of but him. But we're talking we, about now. Though. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a bit of a steal. And also think at $699,999.96 is a little low for Russell. I think that's a steal. Because his transfer fee is in there, right? Or did he come for free? He was free. He was free. They he wanted to come here. He Which, by the way, Derby, the team he just left, Darby, got eliminated from promotion playoffs yesterday. Did they really? Mm. By um, Tim Reams Fulham. Oh, really? For the men's national team fans out there. Yeah, I know the Reams. You do? Yeah, like really well. I went to my grade school. And I played soccer with his little sister, Molly. Fun nice. fact, back in the day. Ooh. Well, the microphone, so you can arrange an interview then. The microphone yes. didn't pick any of that up, but Allie kind of <laughs> knows him, that family. Yes, I know the Reem family very well. They lived right up the street from me growing up, went to grade school with them, and played with his younger sister, Molly. So, fun fact about that St. Louis soccer connection. But yes, Johnny left when they were in a much better position to advance or to be promoted. It's almost like he saw signs of the tide turning because when he left, they dropped significantly. We're all happy the Darby fans are right now. Yeah, I don't I don't think that was the reason he left. I think he was seeing the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to be playing a lot. Right. That's why he wanted to go someplace where he was going to get regular playing time. Yeah, that it's a fun storyline to have. You know, that theme everyone was saying that he wanted to come here so bad that he left a chance to go to the Premier League. That has got to be stretching it. <laughs> if someone really thought that they were going to play in the Premier League regularly, regularly, then they would do it. Yeah, but he wasn't even playing. Especially a Scott. He wasn't playing a ton in the championship even. I mean, he was still playing, but not as much. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, coming coming here was a good move for him. And I think both sides have to be happy at under... Technically under seven hundred thousand. I think that's a steal, man. He's yeah. playing better than a lot of people making a million plus. We'll take that. And I don't know, is this weird, but I'm proud of my football club that we are paying someone like we're paying Felipe Gutierrez and we're showing all that kind of money. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Is that weird to say? No. And no. it's not even all that much. I know. But I'm just proud that we've broken that barrier. I feel the same way. Yeah, <laughs> and you, if you look at the uh, the amount that, but you know the salaries that teams are paying out, Sporting was like fourth from the bottom last year, right, fifth right. from the bottom, something like that, and now they're solidly middle of the pack. It's a significant jump. Yes, it is. And Felipe is what like the twenty something highest paid player. Uh, something like that. I wanted to say it was a little higher than that. Thirteenth. No. Do you guys see any very bad takes that we can laugh at on who was overpaid and underpaid? Did somebody think, I think that Gucci was way overpaid? Well, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I don't like to call out our commenters, but someone th- someone thinks Zeusy's overpaid. That was the most infuriating comment. <laughs> I just don't agree with that literally at all. His beard alone is worth that much yeah. money. I agree with you guys, but... I do contend that making Beasler and Zuzi DPs when we did was a mistake. But 
But even oh, I see. It just seems so perfect that they did it. I know it, why the, the they world did the it. World Cup wave. It just seemed also. I think, I think that was a good decision. I just think it limited our ability to maneuver financially for a couple of years, and thus. See, I don't. Could have I don't. I think it was even during that time. We've said it on here before. I, I think it was just that Peter wasn't spending the money. I think that yeah. they could have the well, ownership talking, was letting him. I'm talking salary cap and things like that. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have all. Yeah, we didn't have the Tam and Jam that we do now. Right. <laughs> Alrighty. Where Anyone are else we? we want to talk about on there? Busio, a 17 year old. He's not even. Is he even seventeen? You're not gonna get that work at McDonald's. Sixteen. Makes. Is he, or is he still fifteen? I think he's sixteen. I think he's fifteen. <laughs> Cody, how can you how can you claim he's sixteen? You were claiming he's seventeen a minute ago. Either way, oh, shit, he's fifteen. He okay? Yeah, well, he's... he turns like sixteen in another month or so. Oh my! He was born in two thousand and two. Like that, I was. <laughs> that blows my mind. 15-year-old makes significantly more than I do. And has better hair. Good for him. <laughs> hey, hey, he's got better hair than a lot of people. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You want to talk about Oh, hair? okay. <laughs> I have, like, somehow gotten the, no- like, the, the reputation. I almost just said notification instead of reputation. The reputation for hair talk with Allie. <laughs> you wrote an article about it. And the barber. I, I did. Mean, it's, I like hair. <laughs> okay, Bob has yes, another sir. is or isn't. All right, to get us into the Garber Man in Kansas City discussion. Garber Man in Kansas City. All right, so and we talked about this person earlier, but is Tamilia U.S. Men's National Team worthy or isn't he? And I have a follow-up question. Of course he is. How could he not be? Then my follow-up question is: Is why hasn't he been called in? Because U.S. soccer is in is a joke at the moment. I mean, uh, it's an absolute disarray. Okay, your take, oh, Mr. Thad. Thad's face. <laughs> he is absolutely U.S. national team worthy to be called in. Mm-hmm. And the reason he is not is because there is no coach. Okay, Dave Sherish, whatever. Sarakin. Harry says he's fine. <laughs> Really don't care how you say his name because he's just a Bruce Arena zombie left clone. Okay, <laughs> not even a clone. He's just not even that good. Okay, <laughs> it's it's having it's clones and then there's <laughs> he's a zombie, I... not even that good guy. So again, he's not totally terrible in the fact that he has called in young players, but basically that's the they just have to. With Melia, you don't need to call him in to see what he's got. So right. I mean, I can understand that to that extent. But if I was calling in players to win a game in the near future, he would at least be called in. I'm not saying he would start, but he would at least be called in. I assume the USSF response to this would just be that they're looking at players who are going to play in the next World Cup. Right, right. I mean, that's got to be Which their response. Which is what they but, should be doing. But it is. Um, there was just a story on Stars and Stripes, FC, the SB Nation site that I'm a contributor for. I was going to say that. Someone else wrote an article on there about the goalkeeper situation that you guys should go search out. It was worth a read. 
and there was a lot about Tamelia on there. And by just by no standards could you say that he wouldn't have helped this team in the last year plus. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if he was on the field in Trinidad and Tobago instead of that other worthless Tim, <laughs> who shall remain nameless. Yeah, this 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 team would be going to the World Cup. The so. article I w- I was citing also made that claim that if he was in goal, we probably would have qualified. Even even mediocre Tim from the first four games when he was just barely a tree, Cody would have stopped the one from half field. <laughs> He was just a young sapling. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, have you have any contributions to this discussion? Uh, I mean, I agree with what everyone else yeah. had to say on that. Okay. I, for, can I, I just have to say this about goalies. I'm proud to. I'm proud, You're proud to, to no one to yeah. call them out because keepers are are babied in our world of in our in our soccering world. However. I don't like that it's somehow become me anti-Timelia <laughs> because after that save, Ali smacked me. I get I get hit now. I get hit now whenever Melia does something good, like like I <laughs> have said that he shouldn't or that he won't do again. Melia is great. I like him because he's not a normal keeper. Okay, but keepers are still worthless. <laughs> How can you Ali, not love Timelia? Come on. Sorry, you can hit. You can hit. No me. comment. I don't like the little mustache he's growing right now, but you know. Shockingly, I didn't notice that, oh, but I will okay. have to be on the lookout next time because. Is that Melia or Shallowy? Melia. <laughs> okay, so sliding into <laughs> who has the worst mustache? No. <laughs> that is a discussion. Oh, that's bad. We're we're we are looking at the stash he's currently growing, and it's not it's not good. I don't know if that could be weird lighting though, and that it could be. It, it could almost be. looks like a shadow from. It like, could be. His yeah, there's I just no way Mrs. Melia is on board with that one. <laughs> yeah, that was just not shaving while he was on a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> well, we were on the men's national team, but then we started talking about mustaches. So <laughs> sorry, my, my, my segue fault. was. Right, let's go there. to the U.S. men's national team. Thad, you were at Pinnacle today. I was, and there was another guest. At Pinnacle today. Almost as famous. Not as famous as you. Yeah, but just, the Garberman himself was there. The commissioner of MLS. The commish. Bum, yes. bum. And, and hey, just real quick. Thank God for Don Garber. That's all I got to say. Why? Because what's happened under his leadership in this league has been incredible. Have Not that it's all him, but, you know, thank God for Don Garber. Bob, you make my my production job on the show very difficult. <laughs> there's no there's no in between with you. It's either he's either a mile away from the mic or right up next to it. And so I'm over here. I I, I adjust his thing like 15 times. Adjust your sound. You need to put me in a harness or something. Yeah. Just lean into it, man. Lean into it. No, that's what I'm avoiding. I, you can lean into it. I had you turned down, but then, but then you just started saying away from the mic, and now we can't ever hear you. I apologize. It's okay. You're the one with the real radio voice, so I want to make it, it projects. <laughs> so, Thad? Yes, Robert? <laughs> Cody asked you a question. That was not I a think. good radio I don't know. Voice. <laughs> or I interrupted. I don't know. What was the question? We've gone off the rails. Garber was there. What was it all about? Is that the question, Cody? I want some inside See, There info. was no question. I Just talk about your experiences today. Uh, Don... 
I call him Don now. I've interviewed <laughs> him more than one time. I think I can call him Don, right? They're buddies. Yeah. Um, he got a his first tour of Pinnacle, and he met with media afterwards and TV and us print pixel people. Um, what did he say? Basically about how awesome Pinnacle was and... You know, it's no no place like it, and he's been all around the world, and this is one of the best, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff. Uh, he was asked about uh, sports betting. Very much wants to uh, make sure there's an integrity fee, so basically MLS can take twenty percent of the profits from sports betting. Nice. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much all the other leagues are doing the same thing. Yeah, the leagues are on board with all of that. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, why we'll would just, you not be? <laughs> we'll just take a cut, yeah. Um, I, I just found it interesting. It's called the integrity fee. So, like, they weren't already insuring integrity, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, he was asked a bunch of stuff about a lot of different things. Uh, okay. Expansion, All right. 30 shut to up, 60 Dad. days. Shut up. Uh, just shut up. Stop talking. Uh, I was trying to give you a chance to break some news, but he's too nice. He follows the rules. I don't have definitive news there's a press conference tomorrow is that what you're trying to get me to lead into mm-hmm. <laughs> cody looks so smug into the microphone right there mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a press conference tomorrow out at children's mercy park so let's not say what it's going to be let's speculate well we can only speculate because we do not know for sure <clears throat> but other Sites have been announcing that they will be participating in the Gold Cup next year. And it would make perfect sense for Kansas City to be announcing that on Wednesday as well. And lo and behold, there was something new at Pinnacle today when I walked in. There we go. Lo and behold. Finally, after like minutes, he gets to what I was wanting. You got to do a better job interviewing, man. I I gave you a platform. I thought you were going to speak eloquently for, I was going to give you a montage. That's not the word I was trying to say. Soliloquy? <laughs> Soliloquy? Montage is like... Monologue. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bobbert. Yep. That's not what I do. You should know that by now. Unless I'm ranting, and then I can just roll on forever, and I can just keep talking about things that you have... Now he's doing <laughs> what he's currently doing. <laughs> you already were told to shut up once. <laughs> Don't push Cody's button. Okay, right. so what did you see that was new at Pinnacle that has not been there before? Mannequins with uniforms on. But what, oddly uniforms? enough, yeah, there was two of them with sporting uniforms, and there was two with U.S. national team uniforms. First time that they were out there. So Aha. it just led me to speculate that perhaps we would be seeing some U.S. visitors sometime in the future. Some U.S. visitors. Okay. So, again, it just leads to more speculation on the Gold Cup being the announcement tomorrow, or at least one of the two announcements. Again... Don't come to this show for answers. We don't have answers. We have a lot of questions. Almost answers is what we can provide. Almost. We can speculate all day long, and that's about it. We're good at it. We're good. This and is a number one speculating sporting Kansas City podcast. if a lot of our speculations come podcast. true, then you can understand. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're hoping you pay I attention wink? to the speculations and how many we get right. Can you wink? <laughs> Please don't. No, winks don't work on the radio. Yes, they do. We do show and they tell. They just did. If we get, Boom. If we get <laughs> enough listeners, we'll start video streaming it. <laughs> Nobody needs to see me. Yeah, your hair right now is pretty nice. <laughs> Go like this. Go like that. 
There you go. <laughs> uh, still, I still you know, want to. Now you've got like a little alfalfa. Cody, you, not thing only going do women on. like smelly men, but they like messy hair men. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, only that's the, the other right thing. Oh, I don't know if enough girls listen to this podcast. I was gonna say <laughs> you could comment. Um, Allie wants to take a poll. I w- I would like to take a poll. Cody <laughs> was like saying that. Women think it's hot and attractive when guys are all like sweaty and smelly. Right. And I was like, uh, no, no, they don't. I didn't <laughs> say it like that. Including this one. I said girls low key like that. They don't like to admit it. Okay. And I I'm admitting. I, I'm admitting now. I, I'm learning. I just had a weird ex-girlfriend. I'm learning this now. Yeah, okay, I, so, I think he was just trying to convince Allie. Of yeah. That, that's it. There oh, you go. Oh yeah. There it is. I have a nice musk. Get out of here. <laughs> Okay, so I guess my poll is if there are nice of the, like the five girls who maybe listen to this podcast, <laughs> comment below. <laughs> hey, we have international listeners. Come on. Guys, let's that's a fun game. Over under on I'm putting it at five on number of girls that listen to this show. Okay, I was actually kind of kidding with five. I'm gonna say like at least twenty, because <laughs> I know my mom listens. All right. Allie's mom. mom. Allie's mom, my wait, mom. Wait, 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 your mom listens to this show? Yeah. Have we embarrassed her yet? I think my no. mom has too, but What's your mom's name? Susan. Susan. I saw pictures of Susan on social media this weekend. You guys are very cute. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I Happy late you. Mother's Day <laughs> to all of our to mothers. To all the moms. All the moms who listen. All the moms. All the moms I've loved. Oh, <laughs> and Bob has a song for you. Who are you? Julio, Julio Iglesias? <laughs> Julio Iglesias. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Garber visits Pinnacle. I think we covered that. Uh, yeah, I'll try to write some stuff up in the next day. Okay. Well, we can now... I don't have much written for miscellaneous. That always comes up with something at a certain point. Let's talk about Latif, Blessing, and Benny. That was a big game. Uh, I think a lot of people watched LAFC versus NYCFC. Benny had my two... The two things I remember from this game were Benny's terrible giveaway that led to a goal and Latif, Blessing, again, kicking the ball out of a wide open net as he did in Kansas City multiple times the wrong direction another poll who had the worst shank the last <laughs> exactly week right. Latif Blessing or, or Johan Crase <laughs> oh god they were both so again bad. leave your comments below and I know that Johan's was worse because it affected us because you know we all play for sport in Kansas City <laughs> apparently um <laughs> Latif's was worse because it was the wrong direction <laughs> Latif's was worse because it was yet another example of a time it was would have it was more difficult to miss the shot than to make it. <laughs> yeah, but he gets up and he has that smile on his face and you just forgive he, him. He does. <laughs> what was that? Prances around. He's yeah. like, <laughs> I think Sporting had a Instagram a while ago. It was like Latif hugging people. <laughs> and it was uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, cute. Yeah. Like it was just <laughs> I like that. adorable. I didn't see that. That's okay. back when he didn't have ugly yellow hair. Yeah, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of the new hair. I like He's been f- infected by L.A. somehow. Yeah, I just, I don't, it's orange. Like, I don't understand. Why would you do that to your hair? Probably Their jerseys were orange. Yeah, but like, okay, it doesn't mean his hair has to be. I think he's trying to be black and gold like their colors. Well, it's black and orange, so he's Halloween. <laughs> he went for the wrong. Oh, yeah, that that's a good call. I think that it's not orange, it's gold. I'll give him that at least, but it still looks bad. Are you out of your mind? I think it was the attempt, but it was. Okay. I think it was the attempt at black and gold. Yes. I think it was the fail of oh. black and orange. All right, I need to yeah. look again. Yeah. But again, I could be wrong. I'm if you not see as gold, into hair as Allie is. Apparently so, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> 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 All 
They okay. made me put my hat on, man. So we're not going to do a preview for the Minnesota uh, game. Up, up, not yet. tonight, anyway. Not up, tonight. Up, up. You said I always interrupt you with something at the end, right? Yeah, I thought that always supplies something that we didn't talk about. Okay. We sit here, we gather in the studio, we sit here we and we talk. We bread. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we... And we like we, Good, we try Ali. to decide what we're going to talk about. I try to come up with with an outline for us, and Thad just sits there. He's along for the ride, and then and then by the end of it, he he'll be like, "Oh, we should talk about this." And yeah, that should that should have been central. Sometimes, sometimes. Well, yeah, because I'm excluded over here. So, <laughs> so what do you got? Partly, partly that is because I just not thinking while you're talking. What do you got? Listening. And we just hit one hour, so. But two tonight, I specifically ignored you when you were asking that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You were like way too proud of that fact. I was just laughing at how hard Allie was laughing. Yeah. Al- that's Allie was too proud of that too. <laughs> I asked on Twitter earlier if anybody had any questions that we should address on the podcast did we, today. Did we get some? Yes, we got two. Hey. Woo! One from Scott. Scott Hi, Wolf. Scott. What up, Scott? And uh, Scott, great guy. He's been one of my most loyal Twitter followers for I don't know, decades. Okay, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll okay. get to his question. <laughs> but, and this is going to slightly go against what we just said earlier, because we're not going to talk about the Minnesota game, but this is a question just about the, the Minnesota question. game. Yeah, get to the question. <laughs> says, Minnesota game this weekend looks like a classic trap game, especially since I'm driving up for it. Convince me why it will be different this time. Last year's game up there, which I also went to, was our worst games of the year, in my humble opinion. Trap game. It definitely feels like a trap game. It and does. As I said before the Atlanta game, Sporting Kansas City, as long as I have known them, are guilty of playing to the level of the team that they're playing. And so that's why I predicted a win when we were going to Atlanta, because that's what we do. But we also drop two points and tie Seattle at home. So, either all bets are off here. I think it is going to be a close game. I would not disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, but why would why would we want to tell him that it's not going to be a trap game. Why should he still drive up there and watch this game? I mean, I'm not a liar. I, I think it'll I think it'll be a good game in the sense that I don't think we're going to lose. I think we'll at least draw a tie, if not a close one-goal difference win. But after having the weekend off this last weekend and coming off of like a tough week, I mean, it's a trap game. I don't think they're going to have like an extraordinary like 3-0 win and just close it out from the beginning so we never do that i know but i'm saying they especially won't that would be my that would be my convincing tell, him otherwise by giving him vancouver that. we never do that yeah well with the possible exception of the new england game every game this year has been something interesting dynamic um when are they not dramatic exactly exactly yeah so you gotta go you, sporting, you don't know what you're gonna miss sporting weird Go for the striker that yeah. can score and the team that wins. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. You go. I, I think they will go up there and win this game, but it does is is scary in that regard. Yeah. You'll so, either you'll either get a game like Chicago on the road or New England on the road. So, <laughs> yeah. so the other question, or Atlanta, or, or okay, so Atlanta. immediately after saying we're not going to preview the Minnesota game, we just previewed the Minnesota game. No, we'll have a better preview though, yeah. and we'll cover this more in insight detail. with something that Maybe. the players may have said about oh, it. Okay, get to the next question. You're the one that interrupted the next question. I was going to it. The next one is from Jeremy, and he and I don't understand hey, this. Hey, Jeremy. What four-letter word does Ike really want to put on Daniel's cleats? <laughs> oh, I saw this on Twitter. 
Thank you. So, Shallowy got new cleats, and on the tops of each cleat, one cleat says star, the other cleat says boy, like star boy from the song by The Weeknd. Oh, jeez. I'm a star Shallow. Yeah, Cody sing it. Okay. Nice sang it. That wasn't it. Okay. Um, and then Ike, who is notorious on Twitter and known for making fun of his teammates or – I know. I'm here. I'm going to it right now. Ike – Quote tweeted it because Daniel tweeted it and goes, at Icopara, what do you think of my new cleats? I quote <laughs> tweets it and goes, I got a different four-letter word for you instead of star that would go great on that cleat. And I think he is alluding to the phrase F-boy. <sighs> you can – and it's not fudge. Fudge? No, it's four letters. So I think you can kind of fill in the blanks there with – we're Fun playing with Hank. two ends. We're, we're <laughs> keeping it G-rated. Tonight. We're keeping it G-rated. Um, yeah. Well, we wouldn't want him to get pissed. And it could be wrong. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Ike, Ike is a very well-spoken individual. He could have a four-letter F-word out there. That isn't the one most people would think. So. Ike, Ike is always winning Twitter. Ike is my favorite Twitter person. Definitely on Benny, the team. Benny was very good too. He would he would only come in like. He'd pick his times. It was rare, but when Benny would would contribute to to Twitter, it's always very good. Yeah. So. So that and, was. Yes. So Jeremy was that Jeremy? Jeremy. Jeremy, to answer your question. Be an F boy. <laughs> I think. <laughs> that's, that's the that's word. A song too, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, I think it's a bad category on Reddit. <laughs> or maybe the <laughs> four letter word. The four letter word. I mean, it could have been anything because he didn't say f word. It could have been nice boy or swag boy, baby, <laughs> gold boy, <Baby> boy. <laughs> gold boy. Could have been anything. Uh, so curve boy. That's not <laughs> no curl. 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 Yeah. Curl boy. There we go. Maybe that's it. Good save, Fab. <laughs> All right, fam. So and nothing else. Fab, say something prophetic. <laughs> we love Don Garber. Man, that's a pivot from a couple years ago. That was weird. You said that earlier, and then he just said it. Just saying. I thought it. people look three years ago. People hated Don Garber. Am I wrong about that? Oh, he, they did ask him about pro rel too, or it came up, and he's like, "Yeah, no, no way." We're gonna do a pro rel conversation here at some point. Oh god! Basically, after to... he said, he, he more or less alluded to after he's dead. Distant gone. future for sure. Same thing. Distant future for sure. Yeah, I, but I, I, we should have that discussion. But I think it's weird that it's like almost a bad word to say to American soccer fans. Distant future for sure, but don't we want it at some point? Sure, I do, because the last several days watching all these overseas fights are just amazing. It is an amazing time to be a football fan. If you care about one of those teams. I don't, though. I don't really care. And I was, I mean, I was watching Fulham because I do the Yanks Abroad piece for Stars and Stripes, and that's the only reason I was watching Fulham, and I don't really care about that, but that was so much fun to watch. No, and it is. I I understand. But at the same time, it's going to be something that's a lot more difficult to institute here. I know. I know. It's just it's something that didn't grow up organically here and it did there. I'm gonna I'm gonna steer us near the closest we've ever gotten to political, but I'm not going to go political. I liken I liken this conversation, pro rel conversation, 
and how once the word is brought up, it's met with vehement resistance and that you're not allowed to have the conversation. And that also is something like the gun control debate in this country. It's like a bad word. You're not allowed to have a conversation. We have to have conversations. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do that sometime. We're going to talk about pro-rel. You know, that would probably be and a We're going to really have rational discussion. Good discussion when we don't have a season. Oh, yeah. In the off-season, we're going to segue into politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned. We will solve the Democrat and Republican problem. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively here on Shades of Blue. On the show that we say we have no answers, just a lot of questions. I don't say that. <laughs> Cody does. I do. I do. I have lots of answers. I just don't give them all. <laughs> okay. Holding out on us. Until Thursday or Friday, we will speak again. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That was really exciting close, wasn't it? <laughs> and next time we're going to drink. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing in alcohol next time. You guys have a lot farther to drive than Allie and I do. <laughs> but Cody, will you bring a wine opener? It's not It's not going to be wine this time. Oh. Oh, but you don't like beer. I don't. I like cider. Cider. Yeah, we'll we'll bring cider. <laughs> we're going to bring so much cider. We did get a lot of comments on our drinking business though oh we did oh Where? i need to go read those in the hey. post oh really yeah oh, i didn't even see those. tiktok folks tiktok okay well I'll, I'll finish with this <laughs> we mentioned we were playing trivia last week while sporting kansas city won well we took home first place did you really trivia champs bump, bump. i contributed maybe one answer <laughs> ali contributed yeah at least one well but done, i definitely guys. did not know and it was about murder so <laughs> i feel super good about it yeah yeah, I learned a lot about her that night. Well, you you have lived in St. Louis recently. <laughs> she answered a question. Uh, I'm obsessed with true crime. She answered a question about like hiding a body or something. No, 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 like no, that. no. That was not what it was. It was how long does someone have to be missing to be considered dead? And it is seven years. So it's not five, not ten. Or would not you guys 12. have known that? Because I didn't know that. No, I, I knew it like without it being multiple choice, which is kind of says something about me that I don't know. I if think I if it was multiple choice, I would have got the right answer. But I don't necessarily think I would have just pulled it out of my Like seven. The only reason I know that is because I want to say when I researched the Natalie Holloway case, the disappearance, uh, because my family travels there sometimes, so I'm oh. I just had to cover my bases exactly. before uh, traveling. Personal investment there. <laughs> Taking care of myself. <laughs> okay, Sporting Kansas City family. I'm going to try to protect myself from a murderous alley. And we will talk to you in a few days with a preview. Go sporting. Yeah.